Hello, everyone, and we. Why are you always laughing me when we start, Ken? Uh, John, you know, I looked at John and he's just laughing. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> no way, KJ, because you count yourself in silently, but we hear you. You go, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, let's start again. No, 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 we're keeping this. We're going now. We're just going from now. Um, guys, we're back with the pod. It's Boiler is in God. Team Talks. Come on now, big team talks. We're back with a special episode. Because we're talking about the wonderful thing, the wonderful holiday, that is Christmas. You know, Christmas is coming up. And we thought, you know what? Why don't we do a special? Why don't we do a special on that? So we're going to be talking to John and Kenji about Christmas and what Christmas is like as a footballer. Um, And we're going to get into the nitty gritty of the famous, infamous Christmas do's that clubs do for their players. Um, So yes, people, you know what to do. You You need to smash that like button on the video subscribe to the ballers and god youtube channel you want to make sure you go over to the ballers and god uh instagram page and follow that and if you're listening to this on spotify make sure you follow the podcast so you will get a notification every time that we go live with the pod and uh, of course we are sponsored by 316 clo the best place to find world-class clothing you know what i'm saying remember and it's not just a fashion brand, but it's also a movement in faith as well. So go over to that Instagram page, go over to the shop, 316 clothes, and get your wonderful, stylish clothes for Christmas time. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they might release some Christmas jumpers. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> I, I know, and we won't be doing that. <laughs> Not yes, yet, yes. anyway. For Christmas but yeah, we're joined by John Bostock, founder of Ballers and Gods. Uh, how are you doing, John? I'm well, I'm looking forward to uh, getting into this because we just had our Christmas due three days ago, two days ago. So I'm looking forward to talking about this. Interesting. And also, Ballers and Guard leader, uh, Kenji Gare out there in Qatar. Does, it, does Christmas even happen over there? What, what's happening? Christmas, Christmas doesn't exist here, to be fair. But they did tell us that they're going to put a Christmas tree and all of that stuff in the decorations and stuff in the hotel. So, oh, really? Which I find interesting, to be honest, which mm. I find interesting. So, um, Yeah. I'm good, man. Guitar accommodating for the people, them. All right, okay, cool, cool, cool. Right, let's get into it. Since we're talking about Christmas, just do a quick one, quick, quick fire uh, question. What's your favorite thing about Christmas? What do you personally love about the Christmas holiday? I think family. To be honest, I think go I think on. family. Oh, yeah, go on. Yeah, I think I think I think family spending time with them. I um, I play. Obviously, I'm back in England now. Playing when I was playing in 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 Europe, we had the Christmas off. So we'd always have about 10 days to come back and I'd have a travel, go on holiday with the family, which was incredible. Christmas away was unbelievable, but you can't replace family. Um, so being with them, um, I've got family scattered kind of around England. So um, I've got them coming up to Nottingham this year to be with my nephews and nieces. It's going to be a full house. And I think that's, yeah, it's a special time when people can come together. You know, we celebrate the birth of our saviour, although he wasn't born in December. Uh, we, that's that, that's for another uh, topic, but we um, any excuse to celebrate the King of Kings is wonderful, especially with family. So I, I think I'd say family, to be honest with you. What about, you, what about yourself, Kenj? So for me, honestly, um, my wife is actually born on the twenty fifth, so oh, it's no her birthday. Way. Her birthday. So for <laughs> us, we're celebrating my beautiful, amazing wife <laughs> on that day, um, and that's been like that for about. 
yeah, for literally like 15, 16 years now. So it's like John said, like it's a, it's a great moment for a family to come together. And I remember when I was on loan at um, Ardo Den Haag and we had the Christmas off and I was like, baby, where do you want to go for your, for your birthday? And we ended up going to New York and spending, spending Christmas in New York. So that was a beautiful, beautiful experience um, to have that because like, when you're playing football and you're, you're in England, especially, you know, football just goes on, like you don't stop. Mm. So it was like a unique thing for me. I was like, wow, we have Christmas, how long we got? Yeah. So I say, asking the boys, what, how long we got? We got it, what? We got a week, we got two weeks, ten it. Yo, let's go. Wait, wait, so, so Kenj, uh, is, yeah. is December a more expensive month now? Yeah, what to say? Or is, it, or is it a cheaper <laughs> month because you're hitting two birds of one stone? I was like, yeah, do you do it? Okay, that's the question, do you double up? Do you do one present for two occasions or you, do you have to buy two separate occasions? Bro, bro Bella is ruthless with this. She says, listen, don't come with no Christmas wrapping for my birthday. Don't come with no Christmas. It's separate. It's separate. So ever, ever, yeah, ever since it's, it's an expensive month, guys. Expensive month. But some, but some years I say Christmas is cancelled. So <laughs> some, some years I say Christmas is cancelled, so I don't that's why you moved, to you, moved, you moved to Qatar. There's no Christmas out there, so you're yeah, like, yeah, Christmas is gone. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you're only celebrating your birthday, brave Christmas. Don't worry about that. Like, and we we gotta respect the laws that you live in, right? <laughs> so I say, I say, baby, it's it's your day. It's your day. It's all about you. We don't have to celebrate. Yeah. We don't celebrate Christmas. He's not even born that day anyway. <laughs> 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 yeah, I hear that, man. I hear that. Now, family is a big one for me as well. But also, like, I like the community uh, that uh, that comes together, you know, like more time around these times. A lot of communities come together, try and help out each other. Um, I know we should do that more, um, especially in England with the community side. But like even at least there's a time where people do think about others and, and try to come together and try to help each other. So like, I appreciate I appreciate that side of Christmas as well especially with family as well. Um, but you guys touched on it a little bit, but I was going to ask you guys that anyway as well. Like, what is it actually like during the Christmas period in England? Like, because you both played over here. The festive fixtures are mad. Like, we've got games. This is filmed at the start of December. So we've got games like every like three days for the next, what, three, four weeks. So what do you, like, as players, like, obviously you guys both have played abroad and you're like, yeah, you got a break. But like, what is it? What is that like? compared to playing in England where it's like, yo, you guys don't stop, man. You ain't stopping. You know what? So playing, um, I played in Belgium, Turkey and, and France in Europe and you have the Christmas off, but when you come back in January, you normally go for a mini camp. So we had to travel like to Spain or somewhere to be away from family for like a week. And that, I didn't like that. I was thinking, oh, you know, I would have maybe preferred just to be playing over the Christmas period just because the seven days or 10 days away from family it's not the one, so it's, it's relentless. I understand it's a time that fans love. There's games back to back to back. The players, it's a lot. So, in a time where the world is enjoying, drinking, eating, relaxing, like we have to make sure we're recovering well, not eating too much Christmas stuffing and turkey and all, and, and these things and, and treats, because the games are they're fierce, you know. Um, so we have a game. I think in the build up, we got twenty third, twenty sixth, twenty ninth first so it's like five five games in the space of 10 days maybe 11 days so it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot of games um but look, it comes with the territory this is why england is the is it's the most incredible place to play because of the amount of games because um of the fierce competition and 
the show must go on, you know. So, you know, when you're a young kid dreaming of being a footballer, these are some of the sacrifices you have to make. Um, so our gaffer, he's, a, he's really good. He, he, he told us two weeks ago, guys, we are traveling on Christmas, uh, on New Year's Day. We're traveling, we're traveling. No, 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 no. We're spending New Year's Eve away because we got a game on New Year's Day. He said, lads, tell your families now, you won't be with your families um, for New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. But he said, don't worry, at the end of the year, we'll be celebrating together. Right, so like somewhat promotion is talking about like they're yeah. gonna pay a cost now, but it'll be worth it at the end. So yeah, fair enough. Go on, Ken. That's so good. That's so good. That's so interesting. Um, I think I think for me, when I played in England, um, it was always like if I was to go with the first team and stuff, it was like a Christmas present to myself. So it was like a it was like a yes, I get to go and travel, I get to go and be with the team, I get to go and um I remember one time, you know, with Swansea, we, tra- we we had to travel up to London and day before, and I was so happy that I got to travel. Even though I wasn't with my family, it was like we all celebrated that as Christmas, as a Christmas present together. So I think that was my experience through that time um, because I was aspiring to be there, aspiring to go to, to, to the first team and trying to break through into that first team. So for me, that was my Christmas present. Um, and I think it's so it's so interesting how how your coach is managing that, John. I find that really yeah, interesting exactly. as he's managing that group and how he's putting a certain mindset and a certain you know expectation for us. Because we as footballers, like as we if we expect something, we can prepare for it. Like we can prepare our families for it because it's more it's more hurt on our families than it actually is for us because we've accepted the call to be a footballer. So as we've accepted the call to be a footballer, we know what it comes with. We know what it... That, but for them, it's like our dad is going for you, John, or our, yeah. our my husband is leaving. So it's like it's like it's more hard on the family than it actually is for the, for the player. Um, it's true. In my, in, yeah. So like we've had to train on Christmas Day which is a bit, a bit of a mad one. Um, yeah, you get yeah. up in the morning and you're out the door, you know, you're with the lads and you come back uh, to open presents and stuff. But I think I think it's also important, like you said, Kenji, to KJ, to remi- remind ourselves like why we celebrate, like what this season's about. It's not just about, it's, it's about giving. Like it's about celebrating the greatest gift ever. That unto us a child was born, a son was given, like Jesus was given. So like, if, if, if you're with your family, you can do that. If you're not with your family, you can still remember the reason for the season. So, yeah, it just comes with the territory, the sacrifice. Now, I hear that. And um, talking about giving, this is popped into my head. Do you feel like you're giving to the fans, especially if you get wins during the Christmas period? Do you feel like you guys are also, maybe even though you're sacrificing with your family, are you like, you know what, we're also providing for other people in this in this time where, uh, for a lot of people, football is there. Is their escape? Is a Christmas present sometimes to them? You know. Yeah, but what if we lose? <laughs> <laughs> then I don't know. At least, at least you gave them a day out, right? Like the taking their gift away, man. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No. You, do you know what? I think um, the older I'm getting, the more I realize like how much football means to fans and how much of a release it is. Not just for kids, but like for men, like this mm. and, and people in general. Like this game. It's many people's religions, you know. Like, mm, we would never yeah. say that as believers, but for many people, this is like their be not be on end all, but it's such a a massive part of their lives. So, you know, we know that the Christmas period is, uh, and the deep thing is this as well. Like, I didn't realize that Sunday's games, you know, like Super Sunday, a lot of the yeah, big games yeah. they're played earlier in the day, mm-hmm. and one of the reasons for that is that men can't get drunk enough. 
they can't drink or consume mm. much alcohol um, to make the game the game more a more boisterous, more violent place. Yeah. And I've seen stats like when teams lose, domestic violent domestic mm. violence goes up in in homes. Mm. And I think to myself like. This is not to put more pressure on us as as, as athletes, um, because either way, one team's going to win or one team's going to lose or possibly draw. But there's a lot tied to to games, man. There's a lot mm. tied to it. So like, we want to do our best for fans, for the club. But look, ultimately, we play for the audience of one. Like, we play mm. for Jesus. Yeah, so we can't determine the result. We can determine our application. But yeah, to think that over the Christmas period there will be a lot of drinking and stuff. And I, I really, yeah, not to put a sober, uh, a somber. Uh, take on it but yeah I, I really hope that yeah fat homes will be a safe place for families because that's that's what it should be over the christmas period no i hear that i hear that i agree and yeah it's just it's just it's just a it's just this is why it's important for you guys uh when i say you guys i mean ballers in god to be representing Christ on the pitch as well, because many people will see you guys, many people will 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 see how you conduct yourselves. And even if you guys have changed one person in the world, like mission accomplished, you know, like just seeing how you guys are. I remember Johnny telling a story on our first part about you taking the penalty and you giving it to your to your teammate and how that's that inspired someone to contact you and then bang you got a friend for life you know just from that little moment there so so yeah like we 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 honor you guys and we we appreciate what you guys are doing in the world of football as well so yeah uh guys let's enjoy christmas man you know what i'm saying like let the let everyone have a good time talking about having a good time though <laughs> hey we know that when Christmas comes around, no matter if you're a footballer, you work in the bank, you work in Tesco, no matter where you work, most places will have a Christmas do. Christmas party, Christmas get-together, whatever you want to call it, they put on a nice little um, event on for the workers, for the staff um, uh, during the Christmas time. And obviously, that's no different for footballers. But football, I don't know what it is. I've just heard some things that football Christmas dues for the players and the staff can get a bit wild. You know what I mean? Can get a bit mad. So, <laughs> what, so tell me, okay, guys, Ken, Ken, you're laughing, yeah. What what goes on? I need to know what is going on in these. It's Christmas the days. most dangerous time <laughs> of the year. Great song. That's a great song, by the way. Uh, great Christmas really song. Great. Christmas songs are beautiful. Uh, most of them, anyway. Some of them apparently no longer acceptable, which is crazy. But uh, Kenj. You were there laughing. Christmas dues. Yeah. What's happening, bro? What is going on? Christmas dues, man. Honestly, bro. <laughs> you don't want to know. You don't want to know. Nah, nah, nah. It's not for me. It's not for me to share the things that um, I've seen and, and, <laughs> and I've experienced. Um, but one thing I do know is that, you know, when it comes to when it comes to Christmas dues, when it comes to team bonding, you know, that's it's a lot like I've seen also like for example I remember going on loan to Northampton they were telling me a story about that they were bottom of the league and they had the Christmas due and then they ended up winning the league wow and, like they're in the bottom three they ended up winning the league getting promoted and like when I heard that when I heard that from one of the boys I was like wow like it's actually powerful when a team comes together and it actually like it changes things because you're starting to get to know someone outside of football and it started to, to for me to realize the actual power behind that, you know, building relationships with people outside of football, building relationships with that. Um, 
but that, that's a side note to 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 answer your question. To your question, but I can't I can't answer your question to be honest. So what are you doing here in the pod answer. then? Strange <laughs> <laughs> man, you so can't answer your question, bro. There's tea to be spilt, man. I want to spill it. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah, John, John, rescue Kenji's poor performance right now before rescue, I yeah, no, no, rescue no. me, bro. Uh, it, it sounds like there's been some sensitive, sensitive data leaks in the past. Stop me, stop me, um. Yeah, no, on, honestly, so I was thinking, I was talking to my wife about this last night. I was like, yeah, we're going to talk about the pot on the pod, um, Christmas dues. What do you think? Said, yeah, it's really good. Um, and I was thinking, like, if I was 15, 16, right, as a Christian now coming into the game, I would want older Christian footballers' opinions about this because it's a very big part of the year where non-Christian teammates, like, this is a massive, massive focus for them. Like, this is a part of the season where it's almost like if you don't go, you're like, you're not Involved. in the team almost. It's like you're separating yourself from the group. And if you go, obviously now you're in a situation where you're surrounded, you're in an environment where it's very easy to slip up. Um, so just so people know, as Christians born again, so we call ourselves footballing missionaries, right? So we, we believe we're sent to the game of football to bring Christ light. So that means now, maybe in the past where we would have gone to nightclubs, gone to certain bars, been in certain environments around certain people, we don't do that anymore. Okay, We don't uh, kind of open ourselves up to that kind of environment because of uh, it's not wise. Now, mm -hmm. is it a sin to step inside of a nightclub? I don't think it is. I don't I don't think you can you have grounds for if you step if you literally step in it's a sin but the bible now brings us to a higher place where it's the bible says if you know what to do and don't do it that for you is now sin and the vice versa is also true if you know what not to do and you do it that for you is a sin so like the bible now gives us this level of consciousness where the holy spirit will give us certain commandments and directives where as for us, as personal individuals, there's certain things we can't get away with anymore. Because if we belong to if we belong to Jesus, now He's our Lord. He now directs the show. So before, where we could take liberty and go to different clubs, libertines, and these kind of places in London and whatnot, <laughs> take liberties and libertine. Yeah. Uh, now, like we <laughs> we live before our Master and Savior. So here's the thing: I have heard horror stories about the Christmas do. Yeah, when I say horror stories, I'm talking about adultery, fornication, um, drunkenness. I mean, the Bible speaks openly against these things and condemns these actions, right? So now this leaves us in a position like, okay, what do we do now? Like, what do we do as believers? Like, how do we navigate this? Because I have two scriptures I want us to read in Second Corinthians six verse seventeen. It says, "This is." All speaking, he said, therefore, go out from their midst and be separate from them, says the Lord, and touch no unclean thing. Then I will welcome you. So, look, we have this uh, this, this uh, facet of scripture which says, like, come out from among the world. Like, don't, like, the Bible says friendship with the world is enmity with God. So we're not supposed to be friends with the world, right? We're supposed to be, like, a holy royal priesthood, like, set apart from the world so we're not tainted by it and we're god's own possession now that's one side of scripture now let's lead let's go to another side paul said 
to the weak I became weak. This is in 1 Corinthians 9, 22, 23. He says, he said, to the weak I became weak that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all people that by all means I might save some. I do it for the sake of the gospel that I may share with them in its blessing. So Paul, his mind was, look, I'm going to become all things to all men. I'm going to be flexible. I'm going to be uh, uh, connected and I'm going to be doing life with people in such a way that they can see Christ and reach Christ through me. So the Christmas do is a wonderful opportunity for Satan to get grips into Christians. And also, I believe it's a wonderful opportunity for Christ to show himself strong through believers. Now, if you're a young believer, I wouldn't encourage it because it's slippery. And I have this rule in my life where I've got this book here, right? And this will help a lot of people. So let's say this is this is the this is like this is the edge of a cliff. Let me see if I can get it. So this, is the, this here's the mountain, yeah, and here's the here's the edge of the cliff. Now a lot of people they will walk to the edge and think, yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna try and stay strong now, and before they know it, it's it's a slippery place. Now wisdom says make decisions back here. So if you slip, you're still safe, and so. I know clubbing, drinking, that is a lifestyle that God saved a lot of us from. Yeah. So then to yeah. go back into it and try to stand strong, it's it it's hard. It's it can be foolishness, you know. So I know from my from my experience, if you don't go to the Christmas do, it's a fine. So this year it was a 250 pound fine. If you don't go, you gotta pay it. And so uh you, you paid 250 in it. I didn't pay. The lads are not asking you for the money yet. Blessings, <laughs> <laughs> hey, blessings, blessings. So, so John, hey, you, didn't, no. you didn't actually go, no? No, so basically, I had, I, I, so I was asked to speak at the first faith and football event at Wembley um, mm. for Christianity. Okay, so that was okay. on Sunday. So the Christmas due was supposed to be on the 16th of December. Because of fixtures, they moved it to the 2nd of December or the early December. So I had a way out. I said, guys, look, I've already got this event planned. I can't come. But because yeah. I've built up such a, a, a rapport with my teammates and they, I, I tell them, I, I showed them that example. I showed them an example of the yeah. cliff. And they're like, you know what? I've got a girlfriend. I've got a missus. I don't want to see it, John. I get it. I'm not a Christian, but I get it. So they get the wisdom, but, yeah. but also yeah. the pull to want to be around the lads and, and like, they love that as well. So for them, like, most of them went. But um, I think that every Christian should pray about it and seek counsel. Um, because 250 pounds is a small amount of money to pay to honor God. Mm. It's small. Yeah. Jesus gave his life to give across some cash, some notes to keep yourself pure. It's a small price to pay. Um, but there's also, so the way the Christmas dues work, Saturday normally is maybe a restaurant, bar, then club. Yeah. So then, yeah. and Sunday is normally fancy dress, drinking. Um, kind of a gathering winter wonderland or the winter wonderland high park, <laughs> so it's like a weekend. So, I yeah. think you can, if you're a Christian, you can pick and choose. So, lads, yeah. I'm not coming on Saturday to the, to, to the club, but I'll meet you on Sunday in the daytime when I, I'll come and be around. So, you can, I think that every Christian should be convinced in his mind that it's okay to upset your team for the sake of mm. purity, it's okay, but try to make them understand it in a way of why you're yeah. doing it. Yeah, yeah. Because I was, I was gonna, I was gonna uh, ask that. I was gonna be like, okay, so how do you, 
obviously we're called to be in the world but not of this world so how in these instances would you do that so i think you you highlight that in terms of instead of going so you got the meal on say on the saturday you got the meal yeah oh, we'll meet you i'll meet you at the restaurant we'll have food we'll eat together but you guys go off and do your thing and i'll meet you again on the uh, on, on the sunday when we're all you know together in the in the daylight where everyone can see each other and you know so so yeah like ken what, what advice would you give to like young footballers yeah. uh, in these situations I just wanted to add uh, to what John shared as well. I think for me, um, I've lived that. I've experienced that. I've been amongst that, um, especially when it came to, especially when it came to um, Christmas dues, you know, being a part of it, being a big part of it um, as well. And I think, you know, as when Jesus really came into my life and he changed my perspective and he started to change the taste of things in my, like, you know, like he tries to change the taste of things. He also made me aware that there are certain spirits that are in play in certain environments. And nice. as you start to go to certain environments, you'll start to notice certain shifts within yourself. We've called to be the light and the soul of the earth. If we're the light, atmosphere changes when we go there. But if we are not rooted and there are certain cracks in us, we are very quick to go into it. Because we're going into enemy territory, like John said. And in the beginning of my walk, I was still going to these places. I was still going to these to these environments. And I felt strong. I was like, I got the Holy Spirit. Nothing can happen to me. And God's grace. Oh, my days. God's grace. Because I've been I've been in situations where I'm like, oh, my days. This could have led into this. This could have this could have mm. happened. This could have happened. And by God's grace, you know, um, it didn't. But also just to, to, to add on that, like. We can't deceive ourselves to think that we're strong enough in our own in our own self. Like as the Bible also reminds us, you know, in, in one Corinthians, um, I don't know what I don't know what exact strip here, but it says that do not be misled. Mm. You know, that bad company corrupts good character. Yeah. And mm. it's really important um, for us to, to, to realize, you know, especially as believers, um, that we represent Christ. And if we represent Christ, he should be a reflection in every area of our life in what we do, in what we say, in what we, in who we are um, as men. And, and there's been so many times where, you know, I've been so close to go. And that's why by the grace of God, um, um, he's really saved me from these certain things because my flesh desires to go. My flesh mm. wants to go be with the boys and laugh and joke and, you know, and laugh about this and joke around that. And, oh, look at that woman and look at this. And, and, and your flesh wants to go into these things, but we are called we are we we god shares that we are not of the world yeah. we are not from that place and and that's why we have to continue to renew our mind we have to continue to surround ourselves with people that are on the same mission and the same goal and that's why i just love ballers in god i love that um john how do you how do you say that word with accountability accountability mm. that accountability for 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 brothers that are on the same mission um, as that, there's so many times where I've, I've, I've shared with play, with shared with teammates in ball, not teammates, but um, people in ballers in God. Where I was like, bro, I'm going here, bro. Keep me accountable, hold me accountable, because mm. it's really important um, that you have that. Because it, it's, it's so easy. We can pretend that we're strong, brothers. We can pretend that we're <laughs> that we're all like, yeah, we're men of God. Listen, listen. <laughs> <laughs> Our eyes wonder. I wonder, I, you know, and that's and that's the thing we can all pretend, but we know we know we're men, and that's why it's so important to to, to have um, 
to have brothers around you and strong and strong believers and praying prayer warriors mm. around you as well we've had that we, you know we've had that we, we, we've had that before where I've had leaders and people in ballers well say, John, I'm going to the I, I, I believe I believe I should go to the nightclub. I should go to this place. I'm like, bro, I don't see it. But if that's where you stand, then right, when you go there, message, 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 and I'll 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 twin guys up. I say, call him before, he'll pray for you. Call him after two hours, he'll pray for you, and then call him um or maybe uh he'll call you on the fourth hour and just just see just to see if you're right. Um and that there it's precious, like holding people up in prayer. Um, because yeah, that I think is so powerful. What Kenji said in those territories, there is spirits that operate in spirit of lust, the spirit of of of, mm -hmm. of, of fornication. These things are strong, and so I've listened to this. This is a story. Yeah, yeah. I had a story of a player, born again believer, but he didn't want to pay the fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, ads ended up going. The lads ended up going to a strip club, yeah? He's in the strip club, but all reports, all reports from all the lads in the team were, this player had his face up against the wall the whole night. I mean, if you're going to go to one... That's probably the best thing to look at, right? Hey. All night, they said all night his face was up against the wall like this. He said like, his head was touching the wall, so he couldn't see nothing. That that testimony, it's 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 a wonderful example of of strength, but I believe that there's certain areas you don't need to be strong. Just don't 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 be yeah. there. You know? And so the question yeah. is, okay, can a Christian can a Christian be a light in a nightclub? Can you be a light? And look, I think. That anything's possible with Jesus, but when you can't talk to people, when the music's so loud, when there's things, things around, like, listen, there's a reason why at the end of a, end of a nightclub, when they turn the lights on, people scatter. As soon as the lights come on, people scatter like like mm. like mice, bang, they're gone. Because light exposes darkness, and so if you're in a sphere where there's clubbing and whatnot, and you're there as a believer, it's very difficult to shine the light of Christ in the place where it's it's it you can't even talk to people and yeah you can show that i'm not drinking i'm you know i'm dancing to some songs that are a bit you know uh, uh neutral but overall my encouragement to any believer professing that they love jesus that don't go to these places the bible says flee temptation especially when it comes to you know these kind of spheres and you know what i found when we don't go to these places the next day in training or the next week people ask why why, why can't why, why weren't you there and that there is now a door open to share, you know what, I would have used to go into them places, but Jesus changed my life. And like Kenji said, my taste has changed. And you're able to now explain and reveal Jesus in a way that people can, 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 can understand. I find that most people don't get asked about their faith because they don't live out their faith. Mm. They live like everyone else. I go where they go. I talk, I gossip when they gossip. I laugh at what they laugh at. If you're different, yeah. you're set apart. People say, why are you like that? Why are you so weird? I had a testimony. So, um, Carl Walker at Man City, he said to Felix Nemecha, one of our leaders in ballers, they yeah. got a place for Dortmund. He said to Felix when he was at, because they were both at Man City together, he said, Felix, you're the weirdest person I've ever met. Oh, yeah. And John Bostock, who I was about Tottenham with. <laughs> and I just thought, like, praise God. Like, yeah. Not that I want to be weird, but we're different. 
Like, and he's yeah. seen something in me years ago wow. and Felix now that he's like, you're just, you're weird. I can't, you're just different. Like, what is it? But we know it's Christ, wow. you know? So, yeah. yeah, guys, Christmas do. Um, if you haven't gone and you're planning to go, you're a young player and you're thinking about going ahead, like your future ahead, listen, let your light so shine before others in your change room in months leading to the Christmas too. So when you tell them you're not going, they understand why. The bro, we get you. It's not, it's not a place for you. And some of my teammates now say, John, now don't come. You're married. John, don't come. It's not a place for you. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, man. Like, you know what? They've seen that. So I've been married. Yeah. I'm coming up to 13 years soon. And I know that the enemy wants to do everything in his power to want to yeah. try to infiltrate yeah. that. And I know that those places are places where, yeah. And you know what, yeah, this this is in a context of, of footballers and young footballers going to these dudes, but like, uh, as a, as a, someone who's not within the world of football, university is rife for this, you know what I mean? Like, this is, especially around this period, again, obviously, people are about to go home for Christmas, so everyone wants to have a big, big party, you know what I mean, do things together before they, they separate for like a couple of weeks and then come back, Um and yeah, like even if you're not a footballer, like young young Christians that go to uni, I heard a stat one uh, one time before, like something like eighty percent of Christians that go to university come back backsliding. They they come back not believing. You know what I mean? They like there's a really high percentage of young Christians that go to university because of these environments that they they get put in. Plus, obviously, the, for many of them, first time alone uh, with no parents. Uh, they've got they've got no accountability. Uh, they may be struggling to find a Christian community within that university. So it becomes very easy to to fall into these traps. And I remember when I first went to uni, um, I was eighteen. Um, never, I've never been to a club. You know what I'm saying? I've never been to a club before. So when on the freshers' night, I get invited to go to the club. I go there. I remember being in there like, this is weird. You know what I mean? Like I just felt it. It like I just felt it. Just like. This is not a normal place, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I remember myself, but I went there early. And again, same same as you guys mentioned, but my, my housemates and the people around me are like, oh, why didn't you why didn't you leave so early? Why, why, why wasn't you fully enjoying it? And then I got to explaining, and they're like, oh, okay. Um, never met anyone like you before, <laughs> which is crazy, mm -hmm. uh, you know, in, in my mind, because obviously I'm surrounded by Christians. But, like, yeah, I've never met anyone like you before. And from there on, you can then start having more conversations about it. They start to see how you're operating. And, oh, yeah, listen, over the over the years at university, I went probably went a hand, like, you can probably count on my one hand how many times I went into those environments. And I'm grateful that I didn't, you know? Like, the fear of missing out, FOMO, is a big thing for people. And honestly, mm -hmm. you, you don't really miss anything, really. Like, yeah. really and truly, what are you truly missing? You're not missing anything life-changing, not missing anything positive that can happen in your life. So, so yeah, I would encourage anyone, reflect on why you're going to these things, you know? Really yeah. reflect. And uh, especially you football, young footballers, with the status that you guys already have for being a footballer, going into those environments, hey... Hey, 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 yeah, it's difficult, man. So, yeah, I'm like, a coach. Who'd you play for? Oh, who'd you play oh, for? Yeah. Who you play for? What position do you play? You say you're oh, I'm not seeing you, I've not seen you here before. Oh my god, <laughs> I've seen you on TV. I swear I did. You know what I mean? Like, oh, no, I never played for the first team in my life, babes. You know what I'm saying? Nah. Oh my gosh, but you know, nah, it's, it's really been... important that young players like listen, we're, we're passionate about raising a generation of ballers in God. Let's make holiness normal. 
Like, yeah, let's yeah. make it so uh, uh, normal that people feel convicted when they're around us. Not not in a bad way, but like, like listen, this is what a life of a Christian should look like. Because people have been exposed to poor Christianity for a long time. Yeah, I'm a Christian. My mom goes to church. Whoa. Wait. Whoa. What do you mean your mom goes to church? I've had that many times. So I ask yeah. people, how many been a Christian? Oh, yeah, I was born in it. <laughs> yeah. Listen, if you're, not, if you're not born again, you were never born in it, my friend. Right, so the, the, we need to raise a standard. Yeah, listen, it's yeah, not. If you belong to Jesus, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't play with these things. Yeah, yeah come yeah. on to my house. I go to restaurants. Listen, I'll do life with you. But listen, these things, they can't be found amongst ballers, ballers in God. Do you know what I mean? So, so yeah, but this is why each of us have the Holy Spirit if you're truly born again. And every year you ask God, say, God, I'm at your service. Would you like me to go here? Would you like me to go there? And part of us asking God is also asking community. Yeah. In the multitude yeah. of counsel, the Bible says there is safety. So ask a mentor, ask an elder, ask your pastor, ask your parents. You know, and men of God around you, women of God for the females out there, and it will be a safety net for you for sure. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Kenj, have you got our ending ending scripture for today? Yes, I do have something that I have something on my heart that I would like to share. Yes, please, please. Share. Um, and I think it does go, it does go, it does go well. Um, but just before just before I do share it, I just want to also share like it's also a journey that you're on and i remember like in my faith i used to beat myself up so much you know i used to beat myself up i used to say ah oh, did ah oh. used to and it used to take me so long it used to take me so long to be back with the lord but and that's why it's just so important to remember that there's grace Amen. and his grace is sufficient you know and you know, there's because, you know, you can just feel so far from him, but you're closer than you've ever been before. You can meet him where you left off. You don't have to go back and you go and you can meet him exactly where you left off in that deep place. Um, so, so that's just what I felt in my heart to just share because that really, that really did, um, yeah, it was difficult in the beginning of my walk um, with God. So I just wanted to, to share that. Um, but something that I have in my heart is in James 1. It's in James 1, 19, and it's, and it's a little bit 19 to... 19 to 22. 19 to 22. It says, my dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Because human anger does not produce righteousness that God desires. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so um, prevalent and humbly accepted. Accept the word planted in you, which can save you. Do not merely listen to the word, but do not do what it says. It's like someone who looks at himself in the mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forget what he looks like. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard and doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. And I just wanted to 
encourage anybody that's listening to this, encourage us to say, let's be doers of the word and not just hear the things that God tells us to do and just be hearers, go to church and hear it, but not implement the things that we hear. Let's implement the things that we hear. Let's not look at ourselves in the mirror, look at ourselves a certain way and then forget what we look like. You know, as the Bible shares, like, let's live what we hear. Let's live what God tells us. And there's certain things that God is telling you right now to do, to say, to go. And that's important to listen to the, what the Spirit is saying and implement the things that he's telling you to do. You know, one thing that God tells us to do is love. And if, especially in this season, to love your neighbors, you love yourself. And it's really important to, to show that by action. You know, Jesus showed it, showed it with action. And it's important that we do that also with action. Show how you love one another. Show how you love your neighbor as you love yourself. So that's just something that, um, that I wanted to share. Wonderful, Thank Benji. You. Thank you. So good. Beautifully, beautifully said. And um, guys, uh, we've come to the end of the pod. Um, but really and truly, hope you guys reflect on this uh, with, the, with the Christmas dues all coming up, New Year's parties coming up as well. Um, in this festive period of, of joy and happiness and community and family, be, be wary of the pitfalls and the trappings that the enemy has for us in these times. And uh, when, when you listen to this, I pray that you all reflect, look within yourselves, what areas that you guys can change. Or if you guys are doing well in that situation already, how me, maybe how can you help a friend, help a family member? How can we help those around us not fall into the, these, these trappings that the enemy has for us? Um, so yes, guys, thank you so much. You know what it's been? This has been Ballers in God. It's been Team Talks. Remember to like, subscribe onto the YouTube. Remember to go on Spotify. Follow the podcast. Make sure you get a notification every time we go live. And also, we are sponsored by 316 Club. The best place to get world-class clothing. Get quality clothing. Like, you see how John plays on the football pitch? How Kenji plays on the football pitch? The quality. That same quality is in these clothes. High-class level people. You know what I'm saying? So, guys, make sure you go over there. Get these, um, get these clothing. And remember, it's not just a clothing brand. It's also a movement in faith where fashion and uh, faith meet together. Make sure you go over there and support us there as well so we can spread the word of uh, and spread the, the love of Jesus through clothes as well. So guys, please go over there. Remember to follow the, the page on um, Instagram and the Ballers and God page as well. Make sure you follow that too to get all your encouragement of, uh, from the Instagram page. I've been KJ. That has been John, and this has been Kenji. Guys, enjoy your Christmas holiday. Merry Christmas and a happy new year. And yes, bye. Let God be with you all. Thank you. Amen. God bless, God bless guys. God bless.